0: is a brand new podcast called go team it is the story and legends behind your favorite sports teams names and i'm kelly and my handsome husband is with me
1: hello my name is josh
0: and we are sort of sports fans um we're kind of sports fans in different ways um you are a like true sports fan
1: yes definitely yes watching espn since i was four years
0: old yeah you watch all the sports, um, almost to a fault. Sometimes, even the thing that I hate that you love to do is watch um, the replays of the sports you just watched.
1: You got to relive the moment.
0: You, but you just watched it. But so you got to
1: relive the moment. It super annoys me. It happens so fast. You got to relive it.
0: Yeah, I am a sports fan in a different way. Of that, I just really love the drama of sports. Any kind of good sports story, I love when players get dramatic. I love watching. Um, the like NFL drafts when the players get really emotional and then they cry and hug their moms and stuff. Also, I will always, always watch a sports movie. All the time.
1: Yeah, because of, of the drama.
0: I love the drama. of And the emotional. I mean, there's a lot of emotion in sports. Like, I mean, the Olympics comes to mind every time. I will watch every sport in the Olympics. Because it's dramatic and it's good and it just fills you with, you know, i don't know, emotions. I like it.
1: Yeah, there's one thing um that i really love about the Olympics since you're on that topic and that is directly associated to our our conversation today and that is the completely bonkers mascots that the Olympics always has.
0: Oh, that is. They do have they really do have bonkers mascots. I never thought about that. Which those always have a good story too behind them about how they got picked cuz it's usually like kids you know, coming up with them or something. Sometimes the stories behind names are really, really good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yep. they're really interesting. Like I think the one I have today is super interesting. And sometimes they're not that interesting, and they're come up, they're brought up, you know, thought up in like a committee of advertising and executive people trying to come up with what's the best name for this team and whatever. Which that's not quite as interesting, but sometimes it can yeah. be.
1: Yeah, and a lot, and sometimes it's just like. So we've got uh to name our team and it, you get to choose between these three animals. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's no fun.
0: It's no fun. But sometimes like the animal kind of doesn't make sense, but once we get into other teams like I really hope someday one of us does the um Toronto Raptors cuz that's a really good story mm-hmm. of how they came up with that name and all the and the uniforms, the early Toronto Raptors uniforms are also that's a good story too. Um, you know, all those kind of early '90s basketball uniforms, I think, are good. But so the the way we're going to do this is every week we're going to have a certain um. I I want to say genre of sport, but that's probably not accurate. I don't know what you would say.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, you know, every sport as we discussed, even the Olympics, has some type of mascot behind it. Yeah, or some type of branding
0: branding or a name and
1: that goes along yeah that goes along with it and and figuring out why the those came about and the story behind why that came about is can be pretty fascinating and can tell you more about the fans and the sort of legacy of that right of that team or that sport
0: yeah and then like nicknames that come from that you know um sports team too i think can be pretty interesting so but we're gonna have different so each week is going to be a different part of sports so this week we are doing high school sports team names which i think high school team names some of them have the best team names in in the high school level because they're really local and they're sometimes sometimes they're really really um uh you know specific to that area which i always think is fun
1: yeah i mean uh when it when it really plays out that way it's really interesting a lot of a lot of teams are simple alliterations
0: yeah that's true our uh, high school we went to high school together um we were high school sweethearts people like to know that for some reason but um so interesting fact about us.
1: Yeah, the, the Morrison Mustangs.
0: Morrison Mustangs. I think they picked it because it was an alliteration. We're not sure though. We should.
1: I've looked. I've I've looked a little bit into it, and there is really no, no information that I've been able to find conveniently. I might have to go to yeah. like the historical society and really dig in. But my favorite thing about it, why, and I really think it starts with the love of why we're even doing this. It's yeah. rooted in us. Is that not only was it the Morrison Mustangs, which was the High school main boys mascot. Yep. Only now, the boys see, got to be muscles. The, which I guess. The, the girls the were sense. the Phillies. Phillies. Right. Which yeah. makes sense. And then you're like, holy cow. I love how it's a whole suite of
0: horse stuff. It is. And then stuff. junior high. The Colts. The Colts. Makes sense. Complete
1: sense. And Perfect. the swimming team was the.
0: We were the Phillies, still. No, like oh, the, the club team. The, the seahorses. Seahorses, perfect. Right,
1: see, yeah, that's, right. It's so yeah. The Colts, you've got the Phillies,
0: seahorses, mustangs that's
1: running great. out. Um, just uh, it's just awesome the dedication to the family of horses.
0: Yeah.
1: And and let me tell you what, you might be like, oh, is there like a horse track there? No. Ah. The Whiteside County Fair always had oh, horse yeah, races, but that, was but that there's uh, obviously no connection. But no. there's not like a, there's any other like horse and that's pony breeding. Car that's not. Like I know, but it was like like it wasn't like the city was known for horses or horse breeding. No. Or I, like, when
0: I was little, I thought it was because we had horses. I grew up on a farm, and we had like when I was real little, we had like five horses. So I thought, oh yeah, it is a horse area because everybody's got horses. Because I was super yeah. isolated. As everybody's a child. got horses. But then I. You know, grew up and realized, oh no, not everybody does have horses. It's yeah, just yeah, it's me. Nothing, nothing,
1: nothing to do with the town.
0: No. So,
1: it would make me. more sense if it was the Morrison farmers. Yeah. We're a farming town.
0: Yeah. Though I would feel like I was in the minority of farming kids in our town. I felt like most kids lived in town.
1: I mean, there was a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, a ton of 4,500 people. There's not a lot of different professions. but No, there's not. But then it's like, okay. Yeah. So anyways, we could go down a rabbit hole of that. but
0: We for sure could. But... So that sort of sets the stage. For our high school team name. And we'll do high school sports team names again. Because there's a lot of good ones. But for this week, I think we both stuck close to kind of home with our picks. Um, so I picked the... Illinois Valley Central High Gray Ghosts, formerly the Chillicothe High School Gray Ghosts. Now, Chillicothe is a town not very far from the town we live in in central Illinois, um, and it's on the Illinois River. We've, You've probably been to it more than I have. I've only been to it like once or twice. My friend Sarah lives there, and I asked her if she knew why the team was called the Gray Ghosts, like where that team name came from. She had no idea. And she lives there. She lives there. Went to high school there. She she didn't think it was a big deal. But if you recall, you once told me a story of how the Gray Ghosts got their name because we were at the Riverfront Museum in Peoria, Illinois. It's a great museum. You should go there. And they had this whole wall of mascots, high school mascots from our area, which also kind of is what started us thinking about doing... A podcast like this, because there were so many funny names on that wall. Oh yeah, and the gray ghost was one of them. I'm like, how do you get a name like the gray ghosts? And you told me this story about how, from what you heard, they got their name, which I am here to tell you, is not true. Oh well, there's several reasons.
1: I but I tell I tell stories. a really good story, so even if it's not true, I'm still. It was
0: it. it obviously stuck with me. So, but here's the setting, Chillicothe is a city on the Illinois River in Peoria County. In 2010, the population of Chillicothe was about 6,000. So it's, as far as Illinois standards go, we would call it like a small town. Yeah,
1: I think as far as anybody's standards go, it's a small town.
0: I'm guess I'm thinking like if you're in Montana and you lived in a town of 6,000, you'd be like, oh, it's a medium-sized town. Yeah, maybe. Um, And it's on the Illinois River. So the name Chillicothe comes from the Shawnee, uh, a Shawnee word, That was in the Shawnee Nation because this is a pretty heavy, um, well, once was a heavily populated Native American area, which I'm sure we'll get into Native American team names someday and how I feel about that. Anyway, Chillicothe in the late 1800s was a railroad town because there was a railroad that ran um, uh, between Chicago and Los Angeles. And it still does that, and it's like a key point on this. It's called the Transcon um, route between Chicago and Los Angeles. So, in the late 1800s, it was a huge railroading town. Um, Now, not so much. It's not really known for that, but it is also home to um, the Summerfest, this or the Summer Camp Music Festival, which you your friends put on. We've never been, but it's apparently a big deal. so their high school team name is the Gray Ghosts. And their mascot, I think the mascot kind of looks like um, a version of the Ghostbusters mascot with, you know, the circle in the bar through. 80s cartoony. Yeah. Yeah. It's got that kind of hood um, look in the back to it. Mm-hmm. But it's more menacing than that, obviously. But honestly, the team name where it came from is kind of a mystery. So a lot of the information that I'm going to be using came from Wikipedia and from a 2012 State Journal Register story by um, a guy named Scott Hillard. He he also was intrigued by this because, actually, in 2012, there was a little bit of controversy around the gray ghosts, which I'll cover here in a bit. So, gray ghosts. Here's a couple of situations, scenarios where this name could have come from. Possibly it came from... 1939 when the basketball team got gray uniforms and everybody said they looked like ghosts because they were gray i guess gray was not a popular team color back then um but all sources point to that being an unlikely origin for the team name another rumor has it that it comes from the residents of the town of chillicothe being afraid that the town was going to become a ghost town if the train from Peoria, which Peoria is not far from Chillicothe, right? Like maybe...
1: Yeah, 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's very close. And Peoria at that time was a very large city. It was known as the Whiskey City because of all the distilleries. There was large railroad traffic. So there was fears that the train from Peoria was going to stop coming to Chillicothe because a bridge was being built across the river in um, Lakin, so that would kind of rule out Chillicothe as a stop, and then it would become a ghost town.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So then there, people were thinking that's where the nickname The Ghosts came from, um, because fears of the the train not coming there, the bridge being built in Lincoln, causing traffic and railroad traffic to go other way, that they would be a ghost town. People would forget it about them. Also an unlikely origin story. Yeah, that
1: does seem like a bit of a stretch.
0: Yes. Also, mystery on a mystery, Gray Ghosts is actually... The gray is spelled the British way with an E and not the American way with an A.
1: Oh, I guess I didn't even pay any attention Yeah, to that. think
0: about all the times you write gray. Do you write it with an E or an A?
1: You know, I have no idea. I think it's one of those things that just happens.
0: That's what I, that's what I think, too. I, because I was writing it this whole time when I was taking notes and I was like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Like, it didn't cross my mind that that was any different. But... People don't know why it has that name either. Why it's the British way. So, another popular story, and this is your story that you told me, mm-hmm. is of an epic football game played between two rival teams back in the day, before 1940. And it was a uh, kind of like a playoff game, sort of, but not, I, I don't know, the, the sources on that were Dicey. But rivals. You know how high school rivals are. So the teams were playing fog rolls in. It's at night. Um, lighting obviously isn't great back then. So they were both wearing um, white-ish kind of or light-colored uniforms. And the fog on the field made them look, according to one reporter, he coined the term that they looked like a bunch of gray ghosts on the field. So that story has kind of been the one that has gotten tossed around and the one that's just taken as truth, but it can't be true because it was reported as already being named the Grey Ghosts in 1940, and supposedly this football game took place after 1940. Uh, so that, that's why that also can't be true. So, in the... But, here's another interesting... So, this name change had to happen between 1938 and 1940. Because in 1938 yearbook, they were listed as the Chillicothe Maroons or the Black and Maroons.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: And then by 1940, they were the Grey Ghosts. This is crazy. So, who knows? Except one guy thinks he knows. <laughs> A 1950 graduate of Chillicothe High School who was quoted in this newspaper story I read from 2012 said it happened because in 1930 the football game the football team played a game they got very muddy in this game in their white uniforms. Their uniforms couldn't be cleaned well because they didn't have OxyClean or, you know, Tide Pods back then. So they were still stained and a reporter for the Peoria Journal Star wrote that their uniforms were still so dirty, they look like a bunch of gray ghosts. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Still a newspaper story.
0: Still a newspaper story. But apparently that is how they actually got their name, just from dirty uniforms that couldn't be cleaned properly. And the name stuck. Because it was put in a newspaper.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So there was, there was a So there was bit... no
1: loyalty to the black and maroons.
0: Apparently not. I think they might still use maroon as an accent color. Um, but so in fast forward to 2012, there was a little bit of controversy about the gray ghosts because the statue was, um, made sort of and given to the town or I I'm not sure somebody made the statue and put it on a, um, like, uh, sort of city run area, that usually has, like, landscaping and stuff on it, you know, between streets.
1: Yeah, sure. A little boulevard or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this giant statue of the gray ghost was put on there. And apparently, somehow, word got around that people were having a problem with it because it was racist. Because people were saying, you know, they're the gray ghosts or spooks, which is a racist term that is not used and should never be used. And that also... The ghosts are because they were called the ghosts because there were several Confederate generals who were called the Grey Ghosts, because the Confederate um armies uniforms were gray, as you know. Oh, okay. And so there were several, like, um I think that uh uh you know the one Nathan Bedford Forrest, he was a Confederate general. He was called the Grey Ghost. And I think there was another one that was also called the Grey Ghost. So people thought, especially when the statue went up, that it was like an ode to like racist. The Confederacy. Right. Or that it was satanic because it's a ghost, right? But really, no no one had a problem with it. It was just kind of like rumors starting that other people had a problem with it, but there was really no problem with it ever. Hmm. They had this big city council meeting and they were just like, none of this is true. Nobody really has a problem with it, so it kind of got blown out of proportion. Mainly the one person who did have a problem with it was this lady who didn't think there should be a statue there. She wanted it to be flowers because that's always what it was. (laughs) Um, So I thought that was kind of interesting. But...
1: Is the statue still up?
0: uh, They moved it back closer to the high school. Mm -hmm. So, also for your information, this year, 2019, the Illinois um, Central... Illinois Valley Central High School Grey Ghosts football team ended their year with a record of ten and one. They went to the playoffs and they got, you know, pretty far. And but they lost to Murfreesboro.
1: Mm, Murfreesboro.
0: Yeah. So go Grey Ghosts. They they had a great year this year. Nice. So that is the story of the Chillicothe Grey Ghosts.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm glad that there's still mystery yeah yet, and who knows kind of like firmness. that guy
0: could be wrong too what does he know i mean he graduated in 1950 i mean i guess he could have been around to know what the name change was but
1: he the work though He yeah. figured it out
0: yeah they kind of did um but it was just kind of i think it's one of those times where it was just a rumor and like a nickname that got started and just took off from there.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's really interesting, and uh, yeah, I, I I do like the. Uh, uh, I remember telling you the story of how I heard about it, which was the football game and the yeah. and the fog. Yes. Um, I feel like that's better than dirty uniforms, so maybe, yeah, that's, it why, is. maybe that's why people stick with it.
0: <laughs> it uh, is better than dirty, dirty uniforms, dirty and, and uniforms it's a little more too. epic too. When we, you know, when I think about why I like sports, is because of the drama of it. That's a pretty dramatic thing to be like. Oh, they looked like gray ghosts out on the foggy field. You know, that's dramatic.
1: Yeah, it is. For me, it, it, as a Chicago Bears fan, uh, it always reminds me of the epic Fog Bowl that they played against the Philadelphia Eagles when I, I was a young lad. So I knew you were. I
0: I knew you were going to talk about that when I was. Uh, okay. Yes, also reminiscent of that.
1: So uh, I took the opportunity to prepare my. Uh, also prepare my version of uh, of the story, and uh, uh, I also wanted to keep it within Illinois Good call. Um, and decided to go back uh, to some more of our roots, not Morrison, uh, but our college roots in DeKalb, Illinois. Uh, we both attended Northern Illinois University and go uh, I will not get into the huskies. Oh. Because we're talking about high school.
0: We're talking about high school.
1: So I'm talking about DeKalb High School. Now, to properly set the stage of the high school mascot in DeKalb, we really have to dial this way back. We're dialing it way back to 1873.
0: Ooh, that's a long time ago. It is
1: a long time ago. And in 1873, uh, America still was in its infancy, right? We're... We're still developing lands. People are still moving west. It's a it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And as part of that westward expansion, uh, particularly farmers and uh, cattle ranchers needed ways to probably set up their farm and uh, line their fields with with fencing of some kind that was cheap, but also for the cattle you mean for cattle.
0: To keep the cattle from just going wherever they wanted to. Correct. Yeah, yeah.
1: Hence, hence the fencing. It's the yeah. whole purpose of fencing. Um, well, I know, To keep things but there's, from going like, places. Because
0: the cattle... Okay.
1: And uh, so the cheap fencing was... Uh, there was a race to develop cheap fencing. And there was a gentleman by the name of uh, Jacob Hays, who in 1873 did get... A, uh, uh, apply for patent... Uh, for his own wired fencing. And that wired fencing, in particularly was a little unique because it had little barbs on it, mm. springy barbs, hence barbed wire.
0: Barbed wire.
1: Now, Hesh wasn't alone in doing this. Now, there was two other gentlemen, also at that time in DeKalb, Illinois, who were trying to develop their own barbed wire. And uh, that was uh, Joseph Glidden, and an Isaac Elwood. Now, the interesting thing here is that all of this really began... These three men who were vying for supremacy in the competition of barbed wire...
0: Barbed wire supremacy.
1: They really stole the idea from another man who is unnamed in the books that I've read, but just there was a, a gentleman who had a stand at the county fair who was who was doing um, uh, barbed wire of his own, and he uh, had shown it at the fair, and all three of these other men, Glynn, uh, Elwood, and Hayes all saw the barbed wire at the fair, and they were like, oh, well, we can just do that. We're going to steal this guy's idea. So they... So they were, were
0: at all, a fair, saw a guy. Saw a guy were they all together when they no, saw. No, a guy? no, I was like oh. everybody's
1: down. it was like everybody went to the fair then, right? It was a thing. Right.
0: Well, first uh, in Illinois is still a big deal. So they
1: all start going at it. Hayes is the first to develop his 1873, but he's not like you know, there's no he doesn't have any savvy. He's sort of on his own. He's just trying to do it, trying to figure it out. Meanwhile, Joseph Glidden, working hard in his shop, figures out a a, a special process. And applies for a patent as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His patent uh, goes forward through the patent process and is declared the winning patent, like the patent for barbed wire.
0: So did they all submit patents? And uh, he got it first?
1: He also did. Glidden got it first and was considered the winner. Oh. Right? Like he was, like, it was like, nope, yours is unique enough that you get the patent. It was bit like the patent office was like, yep, you, you got it. Ah. Elwood meanwhile realized he had no idea what he was doing but he was a super good salesman and he had already owned a hardware store and he was like you know what i'm just going to get in with glidden now not even worry about developing my own i'm going to i'm going to yeah. buy low and get this <laughs> from glidden okay when the glidden's good and that's what he did so these three gentlemen all set out Turns out, of the three, Elwood, the business savvy guy, becomes really the wealthiest and uh, most successful with the barbed wire. Glidden is known as the inventor of barbed wire, and then Haysch—you know what he did? He still was just like selling some other like knockoff barbed wire on the side.
0: Well, I mean, if you can't make it, fake it, right? Uh,
1: right. So, anyways, the barons, the barbed wire barons, as they were known. Right.
0: That's a great name. I love
1: that. So they were able to put DeKalb basically on the map with barbed wire.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, DeKalb would later go on uh, several years later in the late 1890s. And uh, were, they were cho- finally chosen to host Northern Illinois University. Right. So then it became a whole other story. However, the Barons reigned supreme during that time. And uh, basically helped do a lot of the stuff in the community. Like built, you know, El- the wooden Mansion is still there. You could tour it. You used to do some docent I tours did. there. It's a beautiful old mansion. It's really awesome. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, the Glidden Homestead still there. <coughs> Excuse me. And Hish And, uh, you know, there's, there's remnants of them throughout the city. And so you'd say to yourself, it would be a great high school name if it was the Barons.
0: Yeah. The Barons would be a great to name. The Cal
1: Barons. Yeah. I love it, right? No. I think you can imagine though what it is.
0: I think I know what it is because we used to live by the high school. The
1: decal high school. Barbs. Barbs, yeah. Uh but what's the mascot?
0: Oh, you know what?
1: You can't have a barbed wire like running around on the field.
0: Hmm. Is the mascot a elderly, wealthy white man?
1: Uh, that would make sense because that would especially make sense for the Barons uh, because they yeah. were three older white guys who started right. the yeah. uh, the Barbed Wire. No, it's a crow. It is? It's a crow. So the mascot is a crow. Oh,
0: it's the Barbie crow. The
1: Barbie crow. The, yes. uh,
0: okay, now I am remembering yes, this. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I love the Barbie crow. I
1: love that its nickname is the Barbie Crow. However, the Barbie Crow at some point evolved. The name Barbie Crow also evolved. I couldn't figure out doing my re- online research of when that change happened. Because I think some people still refer to it as the Barbie Crow if they went to school pre-some time. Okay. But somewhere, to sound cooler, it became Spike the Crow. Spike? It's, I, it's Wait, not, so
0: when did they start calling it Spike? I
1: couldn't pinpoint it. I because feel, I feel like
0: I remember when we lived there. I feel it's
1: new. I feel like it's in new. In the
0: early 2000s.
1: It's, I think about that time, perhaps.
0: It was still the Barbie Crow, though.
1: So uh, I'm I'm going to stick with Barbie Crow. Because I like Barbie yeah. Crow.
0: I mean, we moved out of DeKalb in 2007, and I feel like it was still the Barbie so Crow. So I'm
1: not thing. quite sure where, where Spike comes in, but apparently Spike also comes in. Um, one of the things that I love uh, 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 one of their mottos over the years has been that the, the, has been there's only one barb. I love that like I, I, it's very menacing. there's only one barb um, that
0: kind of defeats the purpose of bar well, I, know, well, you I hate it. you know
1: uh, but you know I, I think it, I think it's a I think it's a great mascot name because one it's got the history. It goes way back the to the founding town of the town, right? Like, it's part of the town.
0: Wait, are we getting to our rankings of the team names right now? Because if that's what, where you're going I and mean, you're trying to make a case for yours. Oh,
1: okay. Well, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, but anyways, that's my story. Um, I think it's a, it makes perfect sense. And that's the story of how they were named the Barbecues. I could not find them when it first started as the Barbs. Like, what year?
0: Yeah, uh, I bet. It was, I think it's always been. I bet as soon as they started having like organized sports, then they have. That's where the name came from, you know. Like yeah. whenever, whatever year the first incorporation of DeKalb Public High School sports in the IHSA was, they probably. The yeah, I, like I read the,
1: the what the centennial uh, book that was produced and um, years ago, and I think it was. Back in like the nineteen fifties is when the book was produced for the centennial of the city. Um, but in, in, in that, it just said, "Yeah, the the bar, you know, the Decalb High School Barb's." Like they yeah, were already, so like, pro- they were. Already it is like it is. There was no, yeah, there was no questioning. Yeah, um, you were the bar, you were a barb.
0: Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, and I doubt there is any other team named the Barb's anywhere.
1: No, and, you know, and and I can't imagine it making sense unless there was like a, a some town out there that had a lot of women named Barbara and they were like let's be the Barbs.
0: <laughs> or yeah, that would be good.
1: You know, it'd be great if like Barbara Bush like her hometown was like, "You know what? We're going <laughs> to we're, we're going to be the Barbs. We're going to be the Barbs."
0: <laughs> I bet she would have loved that.
1: It makes more sense cuz I'm sure her, her who knows? I'm, I I could, you know, I'm just going out there, but it seems like inevitably it was like, "Oh, they're, you know, this team is where the Mustangs.
0: <laughs> yes, which somebody just was like, oh, right, it goes with Morrison.
1: It's an alliteration, we're doing it.
0: No story behind it.
1: Or a very common one, the Cardinals, right? Like, oh, I love, we'll, just, we'll just be the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, that is a common one, too. Tigers, it's any kind of, Anyway, we'll get into that. I'm yeah. sure we'll get into all those. So, uh, in addition with the stories behind these team names that we're going to talk about, we also... Well, I was like, we should come up with categories and rank them based on, you know, like give them a score out of how many, you know, for for their team name. You were not as into that, but I listen to way more podcasts than you do. And I was like, this is an important thing we need to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do like rankings, though. I mean, being sports, you have to rank and there's got to be, there rank. has to be a winner. Okay, this isn't, we're not, we're not doing ties here. I know <laughs> ties are allowed in, in hockey and soccer and a few other games, but no, this is. This is baseball rules. We 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 finish it out till there's a winner.
0: No, I I agree with you. So we have four categories. This doesn't mean we might not add more in the future. But for right now, I thought of four because you were like, yeah, whatever. I don't care about categories. So the first category is uniqueness of name, and these categories will be on a scale of one to five. Right? Yes. Don't you agree? Because I think that's. Easy, easy math. to remember. Yeah. E- and yeah, easy math. So for my, we'll do the gray ghosts first. Okay. So uniqueness of name, scale of one out of five, the gray ghosts.
1: Say five.
0: It's I a, would say a five too. It's
1: a unique name. Who else is a gray ghost?
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's too many. So for the gray ghosts, they will get a five on that. The second category I couldn't think of a better way to say this, so I just said the punniness of the name, as in the pun. Sure. Does the name have a good pun with the town? Not really. One to five gray ghosts.
1: Like two? A it's one?
0: Not, yeah, I was going to say a one, because it's not really... Yeah. There's no pun there at all. Because there is one high school team that we know of that is a great pun. The P- Polo. Polo Marcos. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. The town is called Polo and the team name is called, they're the Marcos, which is, that's I've always loved that. Anyway, three, category three is the interest, level of interest behind the story. Is the story interesting? Does it like perk your ears up when you hear it? Are you like, oh, I'm going to remember that.
1: I think so. It's intriguing. You know, there's a certain something, something to like the... Uh, was it the Was it the game Was it the Was it the dirty shirt Was it the You know Yeah Like there's but it, some but intrigue.
0: Here's the problem with it. There's not one story. Uh, that's true. So I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it a three.
1: Okay, they're your team.
0: And then the last category is Does the name stand the test of time? And I think the Grey Ghosts possibly have been named this since like 1938.
1: It's a good that's a good long chunk.
0: And there's still the gray ghosts today even when they went from being Chillicothe High School to the Illinois Yeah,
1: it definitely is still the test of time and the been, there's been there's been other things that could have been called, right? Like Right. I mean, you could have easily done some sort of train name. Or just
0: been the ghosts or, or the grays, the shorten the it grays. even more. Grays have
1: been, Yeah, that'd be great. The Grays. I love that. Uh they could have been the Zoros. I know. I'm just saying the guy, Do you wanna
0: elaborate on that? Well, just
1: the, the gentleman who created Zorro was uh, you know, raised in Chilli Illinois, and so you know I, I just love the fact that he was from Chillicothe and created Zorro and
0: Which nobody seems to know that he was from Chillicothe. or they know
1: it, they just don't appreciate it, and I appreciate it. I know you it's do. a great story itself. imagine if your high school mascot was the Zoros.
0: Yeah. Think of it yeah, like the like mascot was just do? a guy dressed up like Zorro. Yes, yeah. You could get him on a horse. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Like the cheerleaders could wear masks and stuff too. I mean, little little hats and boleros. You could do all
1: kinds of fun stuff.
0: That would be, and then think of in when that Zorro movie with Antonio Banderas came out.
1: Marketing genius. He could have sold all kinds of Chilcott Zorro stuff. Heck
0: yeah, you kind of. They. I. You're right. Now I feel like they missed an opportunity I, there.
1: I know. I agree.
0: So, standing the test of time, I'm going to give the Gray Ghosts a four, because of the issues that have come up with yeah. the. No, it's still there. So you you're know, still, yeah, they're the, strong. they're you know, it's not changing. Or yeah, satanic, it's not so, changing. So that gives us a total score of twelve. All right. That's twelve out of a possible. 20.
1: Okay. It's
0: a pretty good score.
1: Not too bad. First ever score in our series, so who knows where it's going to benchmark in the future, but it's a good solid start.
0: Right. So for the Barbie Crows.
1: So the Barbs. I mean, the Barbs. The Barbie Crow is the name I know. of the mascot. Okay,
0: they're the Barbs. Uniqueness of name? That's five. Yeah, I would agree. It's a very unique the barbs. name. I don't think there's Barbs anywhere else.
1: It's fantastic.
0: Punniness of the name, the pun.
1: I mean, it's gotta be pretty well ranked.
0: for a pun? I mean, it's definitely better than the Grey Ghosts. Yeah. I gave the Grey Ghosts a one for that, so what are you thinking?
1: I mean, I think you get, I think the pun goes to the Barbie crow name as well, okay. right? Because you have a barb and it's crow at the Barbie crow.
0: Because Crow's the the part you left out of that too is if you live in a rural area near farms, birds always sit on barbed wire fences, crows especially. Yeah, so it, that's it, where, yeah that's all, like it all fits together. Yeah. So what do you would like to give that out of five? I mean, what are you feeling? I mean not a five. It's not that good of a pond. A three? I would do a three. And the third category, the interest of the story behind it. I mean the story behind the barbed wire is interesting and i guess you could say that's the story behind the name the barbs but it's not like as interesting i think as my story
1: really you think so
0: my story was just about the team name your story was more about the history of barbed wire yeah that
1: led to the reason for the team name which makes so much more sense
0: also i included the record of the 2019 Grey Ghost football team in mind I think that has Anything
1: to do with this category. I
0: just think it's interesting.
1: Well, wow. I I think it I think it's uh it's good. I also was curious as to what other what other things could have been named from DeKalb, because what else is Decalb known for? And so I was like I was trying to think like what's the integrity of barbs in the story like Yeah. You know, why barbs like moving forward. And uh you know, they're also known for their uh, beer nuggets, the doughy nuggets <laughs> that you get with your pizza places. Like, I think
0: several places. P-
1: well, Pizza Villa and DeKalb claims they're the founders of it. So oh, really? It I didn't been, know they
0: claim that they were founders. Well,
1: I mean, I would if I was them. Mm. Uh, they're good beer nuggets. But imagine if that was the school uh,
0: nickname. The DeKalb Nuggets?
1: The beard nuggets. No, That's so. probably appropriate for a high school. No, what I'm if they sure. were the DeKalb High School Cindy Crawfords? Cindy Crawford's from DeKalb.
0: That's right, she is from DeKalb. Or the
1: supermodels? That'd be funny.
0: Yeah. She yeah, that would have been a good one. The DeKalb Crawfords.
1: Crawfords. Like why are you the <laughs> Crawfords?
0: <laughs> Their mascots, just like one long pair of legs.
1: But that yeah, that'd be yeah, I think that'd be hilarious.
0: Yeah, that would be. All right, so back to interest of the story. I, I give The Great Ghosts a three, mainly because three. i it's think not it's, one. it's going to be
1: equal, at least, with The Great Ghosts. Okay,
0: I will say it's a three. And finally, the fourth category, does the name stand the test of time?
1: Like the mighty barbed wire on the fields.
0: Oh, my gosh. That <laughs> stands the test of time. My dad's probably got some barbed wire on his farm that's yeah. as old as the... The decal barbs, as long as it
1: doesn't get uh, rusty and tetanus-y, I think you're doing all right. But so, what uh, would you like to give that a four. four?
0: A four. Okay, let's see.
1: Obviously, winning. Need...
0: That's a fifth. That's for a total of fifteen.
1: That's a solid. That's a solid score right there.
0: So, right now, the decal barbs are ranking above the Chillicothe or Illinois Valley Central High School Ray Ghosts. I, I agree. Uh, i don't i don't know that i agree but i'll let it stand
1: for nope. now the stats don't lie we did the tail of the tape there it is we did
0: the tail the. T- we did the. we re- we did the replay yeah we did the um well
1: if we we're gonna do the replay but you'd have to like give me highlights from your story and then i, I would have to give you highlights of my story
0: which you would love because you love highlights of something you just witnessed
1: No comment.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. For the first Go Team podcast about the history and legend behind your favorite sports teams and some sports teams you've never heard of before. The Grey Ghosts have lost to the Decal Barbs. Go Barbs. Go Barbs. And go Grey Ghosts. They had a good football season this year. Yeah. Bright spot for Chillicothe. All right. Well, that was our first episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And we hope you stick around and listen. And um, generally, this is where people tell you to like and subscribe. And so please do that.
1: Like, subscribe, and go team.
0: Go team. Bye.